you know, the way that I walk around work when we used to go to work, which makes me so sad. <laughs> what I would do for you to not look at me or not talk to me at work. I miss, I miss your bitch. At work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Work. started McMillions and then every episode I fall asleep. I don't know why. Oh, weird. Anyway, I put lots of face tanner on too. Can you tell that literally my face is a weird color and my neck and chest is white now? No, you look fine. Oh, it's, uh, I put like so much on my face today and What's it looks fucking crazy. What's the latest with coronavirus? Well, more just like how people, like, how are you, like, I find that I've now become like this weird person who needs to like scrounge everything like the cutting of my q-tips like my cotton pads uh like if a rice kernel drops from a bowl i'm like fucking furiously fucking putting it back in like i feel like i've totally become like like a wartime person no not to that extent no Mm -mm. oh i feel like not panic but like as I said, like now I put soap on my eyebrows as eyebrow gel. Like I've become like this weird person who is, I don't know, trying to like save and stuff. No, you're not doing that. Don't you find like with your food, aren't you just like so precious about your food? Oh, I, I have turned into a gourmet chef. Like well, I'm, me too. And, <laughs> and then I do like, and so we have not done takeout in forever, which is which is forever. Not like you guys. Well, I try and cook, but I No, mean, but there's at least once a week where you'll get yeah. your sushi or you'll get your pizza. Yeah. I don't shop. I haven't bought anything. Right? Have you That's bought I mean. anything other than food? Oh. The this only is thing my I point. spend money on is food. Yeah. Oh, I, and spend- I had to buy an iPad an, an iPhone case because I got a new iPhone. That's okay, like but a necessity. That's like necessity. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. I'm like looking at things so much differently. And it's funny because even I was reading um, this, you know, how like China, they're starting to go out and stuff. And there was an interview of this girl and she was like, I just fucking want a revenge shop. So I'm curious <laughs> to know if people will do that. Uh, right now I'm like, save money, conserve, don't need anything, only wear stretchy things. <laughs> But this, it was so funny to see this chick. She was like, I just want to spend all the money. <laughs> anyway, I'm curious to know if that's what people will start doing. I will say I've like earmarked this thing. Um, this, I don't want to even say what it is, but I've earmarked something precious. No, say the thing. No, because this is recording. I don't want it on the podcast. Okay. Um, I've earmarked a thing to buy for my birthday. Um. Mm-hmm. And so that's in September. Um, I would like to believe that I can buy myself something nice in September. Yeah. 
Yes. I hope so too. I <laughs> but mean, it's the Amy, one thing. Yeah. Amy texts me and typically, you know her, she buys a yeah. hundred things in her Zara cart and she hasn't even done that. Yeah. Uh, like today she was like, I need earrings. And I was like, mm, do you really need earrings? <laughs> I'm no worried. one's fucking seeing you. I'm worried at this point my ear holes are going to grow over. Well, don't you just put earrings in anyway? No. Oh. Like on the day to day, I don't like put earrings oh, in. So maybe I should shove some earrings in my ears. You should shove some earrings in your ear. You and so? plus it just makes, well, that's what I do. Like I, cause I wear hoops every day, but I was like, fuck that. I also want to like, look sort of like I have one care in the world. So right. I put earrings in. Um, I have decided I have a two and a three hole on the left side, but you do? I do. Um, why have you never used them? Well, last Listen, year is this what our pre-chat is <laughs> i have no idea at this point <laughs> last year they i tried and the second hole is fine but the third hole grew over so when this is over if it ever ends if it's safe to go to piercing <laughs> places i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna get my two and my three hole done again and then like yes of course you and, should and put them like and start wearing them and then i was wondering if i should do a helix oh Fuck, you know, Duanna would be all about that. I think I don't want to tell her though, because like it's one of those things where, you know, she is in our group, like the piercing expert. And then if I tell her, then then she's going to take over it. Let her take over. It's like she's really good at it. And interestingly enough, Amy, too, was like, oh, I want to get more piercing. So maybe we all just like maybe that's (laughs) what we look towards at the end of this. We just all get. I I don't want to get more piercings. I mean, I already have. You just want to open. Right, you yeah. want to open your shit up. Joanna wanna, will probably get yeah. like fucking eighteen more nipple earrings. Or I do, piercings. I do like the look of a helix. So, um, I'm yeah, but I'm not getting my nipples pierced. I'm not getting my clip pierced. I'm not yeah. getting like great. <laughs> I mean, geez, at one point with Joanna, I was going to get that Marilyn Monroe pierce. Like, it, you start to go down a path that you shouldn't so yeah I'm glad that I have a lot of will not be pierced no just I mean I was wondering if I should do the other side like I have two and three on the left and I was wondering if I should do more on the right side but I kind of just like being lopsided I like the lopsided look better too yeah hey do you miss me well if I answer <laughs> yes you're gonna tell me that you don't miss me or somehow berate me so I'm gonna say no I'm still gonna say Yes. Well, I you miss, miss you. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, remember when I came by with Yasik and the dogs for a sidewalk visit? Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to do that again, but how weird are you going to be? I don't know what that means. Was I weird the first time? Well, because I went to go visit somebody else and she actually came and <laughs> sat outside and sat on her porch and I sat near the sidewalk and we had like a nice 20-minute conversation. I can do that. I wasn't prepared for, you were like on the move with your dogs, but I think if um, I could pull up my chair, because we have two chairs on the porch and you also have some sort of ability to sit down or something, then I think that that would make the most sense. When people walk by, I just don't know, like our friend Dylan walked by my house the other day and um, I was like, hi. And then it's sort of weird just to be like caught in the moment, randomly talking behind a screen. Right. So if I have a, if I have a prepared date with you, I'm Okay. And then if I, in my backpack, um, put like a bottle of wine and a plastic cup and then 
we, and then you had a drink and, but we were like yes. several feet apart Yes, and then I could stay for the duration of a drink. Yes. Would you? <laughs> yes, I would enjoy that. Okay. Well, clearly, because we're not in Toronto even allowed to be in a park. So we really are only allowed to do this in our private domains of like front yards, backyards, yeah. not even really that safely. But 10 can feet you get, apart, yes. Can you, get a, can you get arrested for public drinking if you do that? Like if I do what I just suggested to you? I feel like that probably is a bit of a pass in these times, don't you think? I don't know. I don't know what's a pass. I don't know. The best best yeah. case scenario is we just sit in our, our homes. But yes, I am desperate for like, remember when you came by last time and I texted you and I was like, thank you for the eye contact. Like I haven't had any <laughs> human eye contact besides Corey, my dog. And then as I wrote to you today, <laughs> that the Amazon guy, I finally got to look at an Amazon guy through my window and I waved and then I cried afterwards. <laughs> so I need, I obviously need human interaction. What did you order? I ordered an infinite amount of paper towels because I can't get toilet oh. paper. I love paper towels so very Me bad. too. Me too. Me too. Oh, okay. When yeah. did you order them? We got them in three days. So get on the Amazon train now because. Oh, fuck uh, yeah. We got like, I think 24 rolls of paper towel because I also can't get fucking toilet paper. And I was like, if worse fucking comes to worse, I'm going to have to use that paper towel as my toilet paper. I won't flush it down the fucking toilet because you're apparently not supposed to, but that will be my safety. Okay. 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 I'm going to, I still have like, I think I still have 20 rolls of toilet paper. Yeah. I also do too, but that doesn't seem like enough. Really? I don't know anymore. I don't know when we're getting out. Is there any toilet paper on Amazon? No. Oh. It's totally sold out. You can't even get, we tried to get toothpaste. You can't even get toothpaste. Toothpaste is sold out. Fuck off but on you know, Amazon? But, yeah, but you know what I did get? I got Q-tips. So now <laughs> my, my weird scrounging of Q-tips, I can take a breather now. And that's my luxury. That was my luxury purchase was getting Q-tips. What are you using Q-tips for? Like aside from cleaning out your ears? Oh, I don't even use them for that. I do this weird thing every morning where I roll my eyelids with a Q-tip just to like get juices going, like move the lymphatic system. So I just use Q-tips every morning like that. Oh, okay. All right. I know. It's weird. Anyway. Is that why another Another interesting <laughs> introduction to what's your drama. Is that why this your week, eyes are so Q-tips. pretty? Is it this Q-tip trick? No, can I you, don't know. I just Can you demo it for me next time? I want to do it now. Yeah, it's like, great. It just gives me a second to like do nothing but like massage my eyelids with a Q-tip. Like you roll them up and down. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. I'm going to try that. I want you to demo okay, it for me next time. Okay. Are we ready with your drama or their drama? We're ready for our reader's drama. Okay, here we go. Hey, Sasha and Lainey. Here's my drama. Our daughter, S, she's 22, is pissed that we've told her self-isolating doesn't include doing it with the boyfriend who, for reference sake, we really like. S came home from university March 13 as classes were canceled. The boyfriend, let's call him B, came home from overseas March 11th, went to see S at school March 12th, and then brought her home the 13th. S spends all weekend with B. B comes down with a fever, sore throat, and a fucking cough the 16th. They decide to practice social distancing while waiting for his COVID-19 test to come back. All week, S has been saying, when B and I see each other, when his test is clear, 
Last night, my husband and I broke it to her that B wasn't allowed to come over here and she can't go over there. He lives at home and his sister is coming and going as she pleases. Dad is still going to work. Mom working from home. Of course, S is pissed when she announces, fine, we will just go back to school and stay there. And we tell her if she leaves, she can't come back until this social distancing can stop. Are we overreacting? Are we paranoid? Our trips to the grocery store and dog walks is all we're doing. We aren't seeing any other family and friends and neither are our other two children who are now home again though it's easier for them because the loves of their lives live far away. They're in love. Fuck, I remember being 22 and not wanting to spend a minute away from my boyfriend. Part of me says, well, as long as they aren't going out in public and just going from his house to ours, let them live. Am I being stupid and thinking that wouldn't be so bad? My husband is refusing to budge on this and says, nope, not happening. Help, or at least tell me one of us is right and to either ease up on the restrictions on the lovebirds or help explain to her why we are doing this. By the way, Lainey, I pulled that graph out for her from the New York Times and that didn't impress her. Thanks, Mother Hen. Fucking love this. Okay, Sash, I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say. Yes, um, I have lots of things to say. But this was interesting because this is such an insight of what we've all been like. Well, for me, I've been like, what the fuck is happening? Why aren't people following rules? And why am I seeing so many fucking teenagers out there? Where are their parents? Like, Corey and I were having this exact conversation last night. Like, where are the parents telling their kids to stay the fuck inside? So by that, I think (laughs) you can can tell that, of course, what, uh, sorry, what's our uh, mother hen? Yeah. Your husband is who we should all be listening to. Everybody listening to this podcast should be listening to your husband because right now we need to obey the rules, stay inside. Yes, of course, like blissful, young love. It can fucking wait. It can wait. Just this is what frustrates me so much. If we all just do this for the time that is required, let's say, at worst case scenario, two months, two and a half months, then we'll get out of this. The longer people don't obey, the longer people fuck around, the longer people want to just like hang out with their friend because they just need to, the longer this is going to fucking take. So let's truncate this shit now so that we can all live a better life outside of this time frame. Okay. That is on paper the right answer. No, that is the right answer on paper, off paper. That's what yeah, I'm doing. That's the right answer. Yeah, but you're not 22 and in love. Like, you, and, and I think that, like, I, I can still remember being in that crazy intense time where she's, S is not listening and B is not listening because all they care about is being together, especially now when they think the world is going to end. You want to be together when the world is going to end, right? If there's any time to just be together and to indulge in your love, it's not when things are calm and you have all the time in the world. It's when it's the most intense and you're intense about each other. And so that's when it like drives up, it heightens the drama of it. Still, yes, I get, no, those are all valid points, but I don't know if I was, if I was S and my mom said no, I would be I would stomp my feet. I would fucking cry, but I would still do what my mom told me to do, which is stay the fuck indoors. You can't see him. Just wait. And if S is threatening, fine, we're going to go and fuck in our dorm. Then what, what our mother hen said, which was implementing the rule, you can go do that, but you're not coming in my house. There is another solution. 
Okay. What's the other solution? Sorry, I'm very militant about this. So what is your less militant version? Okay. So there, he, okay. So B's in quarantine right now, the boyfriend, right? Yes. And keep in mind his sister, B's sister is coming and going and fucking touching people and like threatening other people's lives. Like, like, and his parents are going in and out. Right. So why can't like when B clears his test and when he's, don't you dare say B's moving in. Yeah. Why can't B move in? How old, sorry, they're in university. They're 22. Think of it like Thanksgiving or Christmas, just an extended holiday. Have the, have your daughter's son move in for like the time of COVID-19 so that you can keep your daughter safe. And you'll just, you'll, the rules that you're going to relax aren't the rules about safety for a pandemic. The rules that you're going to relax are fucking under your roof. You know, they're fucking already, right? Can we establish that? They're fucking. Yes, right? they are fucking raw-dogging every day of the day. Every day. So Got if it. you want to keep everybody safe, bring the fucking under your roof. Once B is clear of, like, oh my of COVID-19. Oh, That is so fun, mom, to say of you. Like, just do it in the safety of my house as long as you're under my roof yeah. and I can see. They, oh, she I, said that they like him. She said, Mother yes, Hen, yes. Said, Hen said that she and her husband are down with B. So you know what? If S, your daughter, is so like, I mean, that's if they're so madly in love, as you say, at 22, just be like, all right, come. You have here. Here's the compromise. You can't go anywhere. You, but he moves in, and then neither of you see anybody for the foreseeable future except us and each other. See, okay. you, you don't hate it. I don't hate it because I don't know how liberal Mother Hen is. That would not have flown at the Tong household. There it's, was. It never- sounds pretty liberal. Okay. Right? If, if she's already but- talking about the fact that they spent, they already spent all weekend w- with each other. Is that what she said? Okay. Yeah. I don't remember that part. Well, fine. 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 Uh, for me, I'm just more frustrated in the, in the fact that we have to negotiate with people. That's my problem right now. Why do we have to negotiate with uh, we're we're going to go ahead and say educated people, this, you know, S and B are both in university, whether you're educated or not. My point being the fact that we have to negotiate this is fucking silly to me. But sure, if if Mother Hen doesn't feel like she has any other option, then yes, Mother Hen, go with Lainey and invite B into your household. I would also like to know, like, is, is does B contribute? Can that be part of it? Can B contribute to food and stuff? Sure. Or he can contribute to dishwashing or he can do yard work. Okay. Right? I, I would like to put him to work so that he understands the um, appreciation of the moment and the gesture. That Look, Mother Hen has written to us because this is the drama of her life right now, is staying safe and protecting her loved one. Like, she has three children and one of her children is risking literally her life. So this is life or death. I understand what you're saying about like why people can't just like, hey, it's not forever. It's just for a little while, but it's not working for like, we got to make a workable solution. And this seems like a workable solution, right? People can still have sex. People can still be safe. Love love can survive. Fine. Love can survive in quarantine, which is happening quite quite regularly, as mm-hmm. we find out in celebrity in the world of celebrity. Everyone is having a really great time having some quarantine love. Um, yes, fine, fine, fine. Okay, fine. What? 
You're so begrudging. I just, because I just think it's, again, ridiculous that a 22 year old doesn't understand the gravity of this situation and is so consumed by her own selfishness and that she just can't be like, you're right, mom. You're right. There's so many people dying out there. I can fucking like chill on my makeout sessions for six weeks. Like at least, how about this? I like your option, Lainey. Can we meet in the middle that mother hen tells S if you are in lockdown with me for three weeks, we will revisit it then. And the if, if we're still in lockdown mode, then we can let B come in and stay with us. I I hear what you're saying. Like you sound very reasonable for somebody who's reasonable and who is not in that panic of love. Like there are plays and operas and songs written about people who are willing to literally jump off a cliff for love, who are, have mm-hmm. given up life for love. So I'm just telling you at 22, this is what these two are going through right now. They don't give a fuck about life. All they care about (laughs) is love. And again, this is historical, like human nature. So this is some Romeo and Juliet fucking shit right now. (laughs) So mother hen, that is my suggestion. Sasha's is more militant, three weeks. And then if your daughter proves to you that she can make it through three weeks or listen, I'm saying let B get through like his test and his quarantine and tests negative or whatever, and then invite him over. Maybe that's three weeks anyway, Sash. Okay. Well, okay. At, at the very least, it's 14 days. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, that was March 13th or 16th. We're almost there. Anyway, good luck. My hands are clenched into this <laughs> right now. Okay. Right. Everybody else though, stay the fuck home. How about that? Yes. Right. Um, All right, next. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, Sasha and Lainey, I started a new job at the beginning of March. Our office has about 30 employees, and I've worked with at least a dozen of my coworkers before at previous jobs, and I'm even close with a handful of them. Everyone was very friendly and welcoming, but with everyone being so busy, I was never formally introduced uh, to any of the staff that I don't know. Only two weeks into the job, our office closes and we're all working from home. We chat on Slack and have a formal work thread as well as another thread for joking around. I've noticed that whenever I post a funny comment in the thread, no one reacts to it. I don't get any likes, smiles, hearts, laughs, etc. When another coworker comments, even if it's a lame joke, they'll get like 15 likes. It doesn't matter what I say. It's crickets. I'm starting to feel like something is going on. Do they not like me? Have I not earned my place yet? I know I've only been there for a few weeks, but I know most of the guys and definitely have a reputation for being a jokester. I clearly can't say anything to anyone about this, but how do I get them to like me? I'm a confident 40-year-old man who's starting to feel like an 11-year-old boy who's not invited to the cool kid's birthday party. Any advice is appreciated. Steve. 
All right, Steve. This is so Steve, cute. Steve, I love this. This, this is, is so cute. So cute. I'll tell you this. Lainey doesn't usually smile, and she was smiling throughout the whole read. <laughs> it's adorable. And I really love that Steve is, like, vulnerable enough to write us and, you know, share his, his inner embarrassment. But, Steve, it's interesting that you wrote to us about thing, something like this, particularly us, because Sasha and I are stranger danger people, as yes. in... We are like, and it's not, I don't want to like, it's not nice when you say it out loud, but typically like we have our friends and yeah. you and I are not that, uh, welcome it. <laughs> That's the word. <laughs> That's actually what it is. So we can a little bit speak to these people here and mm -hmm. maybe it, maybe it is a reflection on us and like what we would do. And maybe we shouldn't be dicks anymore i feel like covid19 has make you made you even worse though like you're even gonna be like uh, it's made, even it's more made me extreme a little bit, it's made me a little more aggro <laughs> <laughs> um you know what i i do think that you're right we do have um a heightened stranger danger than most um but i do think there is a certain kind of and i don't want to say hazing but you kind of have to earn your way in a little bit and i'm not saying that you have to like it shouldn't be weeks and no one should be mean, but I don't, sometimes I get thrown off when people are a little bit too comfortable right off the bat, right? Like that want to just like get in there because it takes time to develop that chemistry. And maybe you are funny, but they ha they didn't get enough time to understand who you were to find those jokes funny, right? So you can't just like unleash your whole stand-up routine <laughs> day 13 and think people are going to be into it right off the bat, right? Like, ease into the funny. Part of that is just like, like, yeah, stepping back and letting other players play and then maybe drop a funny line in. But it sounds like the way that um, Steve wrote it is he's trying. He's trying to get a laugh. He's trying to like, get the likes get the hearts but maybe if you just like step back and like chill for like a little bit then they can get to know you so that they can then enjoy your jokes yeah i i think that um it's it's i guess are you coming realistically i wish you could send us some of like screen caps of some of these um oh my god send us some screen yeah. caps yeah. yes steve can you send us some screen caps because then we can actually tell you whether or not you're coming on too strong right? Yes. This deserves a follow-up. Steve, Steve, yeah. Steve, send them to us. Yeah. Send them to us. We're all working from home. We want to do a part two of this. Obviously we won't share it, but we want to be able to give you our assessment of whether or not your Slack is a little thirsty. Cause exactly. you know, um, it's, it helps to be like, you have to, I mean, you're the one, you know, dropping the jokes, but you need an audience, an objective audience. That would be me and Sash to let you know mm -hmm. if your Slack is a little try hard. Yeah. Now, if we read those uh, messages and we think, oh shit, this dude's good. Like I would, uh, yeah, no problem. If this is a new colleague in our place who's dropping these kind of jokes, um, and, and you and I wouldn't mind it, then we can make a proper assessment that, yeah, the people you work with are fucking assholes. Not to say that you and I, Sash, are the purveyors of good taste. No. But, no. yeah. You should note, make that note. But okay, how about if Steve doesn't send it to us? What is your gut on this whole situation? My gut on the whole situation, like, not to be, like, 
straddle the middle ground here, but I think it's a little bit of both. I think that, as you said, most people most people need a little bit of time to acclimate to a new person. Yeah, coming in hot is sometimes a bit jarring. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I think it's unfortunate that Steve started and didn't get an in-person introduction. And then a lot of people might just be looking at the phone being like, oh, like, who is this person? Like, some people might just might not know. Like, sure. Yeah. You know, the way that I walk around work when we used to go to work, which makes me so sad. <laughs> what I would do for you to not look at me or not talk to me at work. I miss, I miss your bitch at work. <laughs> Thank you for knowing what I was saying. When I walk around work, I don't make eye contact with people and I hardly know. Like, there are people in the building and we I've been there like seven years where I, I, I haven't seen them for the first time sometimes. And... <laughs> I, I'm busy. <laughs> okay. But maybe when we do get out of this, you will, ma- you will maybe smile at people. Now. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. you just never know what people's work style yeah, is. Like, it could true. be like me where it's just, so I just, you know, look down and avoid. Yeah. But he's saying all these people are cracking jokes on the thread, but they know right? each like, other. Yes, yes, yes. But it, it, they're all, this is obviously a fun time thread, right? This isn't a business mm-hmm. thread. They are having fun. I, I think for Steve, if he doesn't want to send us the text so we can't part to this, I would take my advice, which is, yeah, step back and just let the jokes happen and only pepper a couple every once in a while. Can you write to Steve and let Steve know that, like, we really need these texts? These, yes. These if I don't, if I don't, If I don't hear back from him in two days, then I will, I will reach out. Okay, because we need to do this for next week. Like, I need more information. Okay. Steve, we need information. But... Okay. Just know from the perspective of two people who are not that engaging and welcoming, I, I don't I don't think we intend to be assholes. No, I'm a good person. You are a good person. Fuck you. <laughs> I would like people to like I'm 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 welcoming to like funny. I'm welcoming to people in general, but you kind of have to you you can't as you said, you can't be super thirsty or it puts me off, right? When someone's too eager, I'm like, why are you eager to be around me? You shouldn't be. Just be relaxed. You can you can feel people's energy even through text, right? Who just wants to like, bada-bum, no. There doesn't need to be a whole palava and entertainment rollout for Steve. If he just like eases into it more, I think it'll be, it'll work in his favor. Would you want to like Cyrano de Bergerac, Steve, with his Slack? I don't know what that is. You know, where you write the text for him to the Slack group? Oh, like Rox- Roxanne? Yeah. Um, no. Oh, no? We get Duanna too, because Duanna has some good, du- well, Duanna's a thinker, a very like smart comedian. I don't know. <laughs> I think sometimes she overthinks it. <laughs> yeah but okay fine i no i don't think so i want to see what if steve thinks he's a funny dude i don't want to fucking knock steve's personality he likes steve likes no i mean personality i mean if these people are actually being bitches to him then i want to serenade to bearjack that thing and like uh, maybe that's not a good way to like make work relationships why am i starting a war <laughs> totally <laughs> i've turned Stop. this into just a war <laughs> steve just part to us so that we can actually really get like a, a deep dive into what's going on. I'm already going on the offensive for Steve. Anyway, Steve, we, we need to see this. Okay. Let us know. Um, okay. Finally, 
Hi, Sasha and Lainey. So here's my situation. I have a friend, a dear one that I have known since I was a teen, and we lived together in university and got into all kinds of fun and amazing trouble. We went our separate ways after we grew apart based on social and political values. We reconnected later when she needed some support managing a health crisis, and since then, she's definitely been there for me too. Now, she is up to some screechy stuff. I find her to be very self-involved and getting a little off the rails with her behavior choices. She's a ton of unresolved issues with family and her partner and just seems to carry on her own merry way when I can tell there's some dark, looming stuff under the surface. She won't go to therapy and instead leans on me for this. What's worse is she is my sister as an acquaintance, and despite the fact that I tell her not to say things to my sister about our conversations, she always does. This then puts me in an awkward place with my sister and has me questioning why I talk to someone who I can't trust to be discreet and can't seem to respect the communication boundaries I'm trying to put up. I've been direct with her about this and her response is brittle and defensive. What's worse, the behavior doesn't change. Things reached a point yesterday when I shared something with her that I was reluctant to, but we're in the habit of sharing everything. So I threw caution aside and spilled the beans. She laughed in my face, said I was weird and laughed more. When she finally realized I wasn't laughing, she said, oh, it's okay, I'm weird too. Not sure how to navigate this one. Please weigh in, OG. All right. Okay, OG. Um, I don't think this one's very complicated. It hit me. I think we're going to be on the same page, but you tell me. Like, what's that expression? Fool me once. Once, shame on you. you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And this is multiple yeah. times, right? Correct. So, OG, this is – you got to shut your trap, man. Right. You can support somebody because clearly this person has issues and I appreciate the fact that you're being a good friend. But um, when it comes to your own shit, just don't – like, shut up. Don't share. Yeah. Stop And that. I think that's probably hard for OG because the way that they started was a sharing relationship. Um, but if you have come to realize – that it's just causing more drama in your life. Um, and not on, and on top of that, your friend is making fun of you. Like there's no, there's no added value for you to no. tell this person anything. You must have other people to confide in. And mm -hmm. if you don't find someone else to, because this chick isn't doing any good for you, you know, she's, she's selling you out and then she's laughing your fucking face too. Fuck that. Yeah. I think that it's, Definitely going to take a transition period for you to sort of turn around in your mind that this is going to be a one-way relationship. So mm -hmm. you in this setting are a giver. You give your attention to this person. They need you. You help them with their problems. But it is definitely not a two-way exchange. Just give your listening skills, but don't give – like don't expect anything back. And therefore, don't share. I mean, it's as yeah. simple as that. And I think uh, once you do that, then you can take stock on if you want to continue the friendship with this person. Because having a one-way friendship also blows. Um, but I think that'll take time for OG to realize, right? Like, oh, I'm not only, you know, I'm just giving, 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 and this person isn't giving me anything back in return. Um, that that could be the um, end of that friendship maybe in a little while as maybe, well. Yeah, eventually. I think that yeah. once you – it's a process too about – like um, I know a lot of people who are just givers and still have been able to maintain relationships with takers because 
over time, they've learned how to conserve the energy, mm-hmm. right? Like for sure, sometimes like there's a certain amount of energy we all put into any relationship. Mm-hmm. And sometimes a two-way relationship, a fair exchange, a true friendship requires more energy. When you yeah. when you tweak your mind and see a, a relationship as just one way where this person is like you're not there to invest anything. You're just there as a presence for them to sound things off of and to like give some advice. It actually might not be as much energy as you think. And therefore you might not need to formally end it because it it doesn't take that much out of you. Does that make sense? Yes. And I think different personalities would be able to cope with that better. Like you, I think could compartmentalize and be like, great, I just saved myself a whole bunch of fucking energy. Cool. Someone like me, I um, hold a major grudge when someone (laughs) doesn't give me, doesn't fucking give me that feedback loop. If I don't get that feedback loop in a friendship, I'm super put off. So for me, that would not work. But I think for people who are like you and have that, that personality type of just like, cool, I can roll with this. Like you're way more relaxed that way, um, then it could, then it, then yes, you could continue a friendship and just know that that's just the way it rolls out. Me, not so much. Well, OG, I think that you, like, you're going to have to figure that out and you have time because obviously you can't, you can't end this friendship right away. So for you, I think it's self-reflection. Listen, I'm not here to blame you, but again, it is fully under your control to Stop yes. giving of yourself to this person and stop yes. sharing. That is your first step. And then from there, you'll find that like when you stop sharing with someone, your emotional connection to them will naturally change. Yeah, I agree. That's great advice. I feel sad about it. Like I'm sad that this person has treated OG this way. But Me too. But OG- Especially because OG seems to want to like make it work, right? I think that's yeah. why she continues to share to be like, show me, can you show me that mm-hmm. you're still good? Can you show me that you still care yeah. for me? Um, but And there's um, history there. Yeah, exactly. That's why you don't ever want to give up on a friendship that's lasted that long. Yeah. But yeah, I think that, as you said, though, you know, and we've talked about this before, is you can only control your behavior. So OG, control your behavior and zip your trap. Yeah. And good luck on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it. Keep your questions coming to me at Sasha at ladygossip.com. I'll have to say that there are some really good um, stuck in quarantine questions. So keep those coming because this is what we're all going through right yeah. now, right? So we can all kind of come together and, and relate to this kind of drama. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, leave comments and reviews. We will be back. Stay safe, everybody. Stay the fuck inside. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,